Just remind me what the theme tune goes like again. Do you want me to play it for you? I mean, I barely need to use the real music. Last time on the Work Wife Balance podcast, it all kicked off. When Chris is either really tired or he's drank too much, this is what I have to deal with. Is a Kit Kat a biscuit or a chocolate bar? It's both. She's Judge Jane. Gary's been getting a lot of love on Twitter. Papa Milner. He's got to just pipe down a bit. Right, get on with it. Good day. Oh, don't you? Don't start with this. <laughs> you, you've annoyed me so much this week. I'll tell you why you've annoyed me this week. I'm just going to go straight into it. Yeah, Work Wife Balance podcast, yeah, episode four. Yeah, yeah. Glorious, glorious okay. to be here. We love you. Right. <laughs> what is the name of that absolute balls that you're watching at the moment? It's not balls. It it's is, amazing. Uh, no, it's the greatest thing since Made in Chelsea. I'm putting my foot down here. It's rubbish. Go on, what's it called? Uh, you can't even remember what it's called. Married at First Sight. It's not just Married at First Sight. You've gone straight in with Married at First Sight Australia. Mm. There's 40 episodes in this series that you're watching. Or yeah. something horrendous like that. Yeah. They're drag. They're just... Oh. You get a group of girls and a group of boys, and basically they marry each other... At first sight. At they? first sight. Oh. So they get to the altar. They've never met this person in their life, and they marry them on that day. They all kind of have attributes that are appealing to the other person. It made me like question how, if me and you were on this series... Would we be matched? Would we be matched? Okay, so they the, the science, so they pair them up, and then they go, oh, by the way, Dave lives two continents <laughs> away from Sheila. And you think, well, so you haven't really paired them that well, have you? Because they're hundreds um, of thousands of miles away. Some of them say that they'll move for love, and they won't. My point is, it's been about a week... <laughs> And you've probably watched about 35 out of the 40 episodes. I've nailed 29 episodes, yeah. And it's not just, you won't just watch it with headphones on or like quietly in another room. I don't like wearing watching. headphones watching stuff. I can tell that. If I wake up in the morning, you'll be watching it next to me. It's You're like, a binge watcher. I'm more than a binge watcher. What's the it's next like, level? I don't know. I just have it on all the time. It's like when I watched the entire, how many series of Made in Chelsea it's are like there? 20 it's like 20 series in the first lockdown. Yeah, 20 series. And I completed 20 series of Made in Chelsea in about five months. So like, okay, they'll be going, oh, our relationship's not going to make it. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's fine. That's epic, right? Yeah, We're yeah. going to break up. Da, 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 da. But then they'll be like, Dave's in the garden and he needs a cup of tea. Da, 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 da. Would you like a cup of tea? Dave prefers coffee. Da, 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 da. For some strange reason, no matter what they say, it's always a question. It's the inflection at the end of the sentence. If you want to do an Australian accent, you just accent. If you want to do an if you want to do an Australian accent, you just rise at the end of the sentence. <laughs> but it does make a big difference. Like if you say, "I think I like you," <laughs> is that a question or a statement? Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I'm watching this thing, and you, I feel like I'm turning Australian because you've watched it so much, and the music's too epic. Like I'm, you know, the music is a bit much. I'm packing my bag for work. <laughs> Good thing Bailey the rabbit is deaf. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be, he'd be thinking, why is it so epic today? 
actually, we had a, a question about Bailey the other day from Daniel Bradley on Twitter. We did say in episode one, any questions about Bailey? Well, mm-hmm. apparently we do. Mm-hmm. He said, um, question, how do you know a rabbit is deaf and just not ignoring you? That's well, a good question, Daniel. Well, what I would not recommend doing is going up behind him and going, Bailey, like that. What you do do is you take them to the vet and then the vet clicks around them like, and Bailey doesn't move at all. And then they go, oh no, clinically, he's deaf. you have a deaf rabbit. Yeah. Bless um, him. Oh, he's cute though, isn't he? Sometimes. Sometimes. It's difficult though having a deaf rabbit because he's basically pointless. He just doesn't do anything <laughs> apart from to and eat. I would say how dare you, but of course he can't eat you, so <laughs> it matters not. This is the Work Wife Balance Podcast with my daughter Lee and our Chris. I think this is the most hilarious thing that we've ever talked about on the podcast. We haven't even talked about it yet. No. Oh, it has can, the potential. Sit, yeah. It's so, like, not funny, it's funny. Mm. It almost takes over our lives. So basically, let's say it's a Monday morning, right? <laughs> Most normal roads... You wake up because your alarm goes off. Would you say that that's fair? That most people wake up when their alarm goes off? Or they've got kids. Or they've got kids. But then their alarms, you accept that. That's part of the deal, right? We don't wake up because of our alarms. (laughs) We don't don't have kids. No, we don't have kids either. So we didn't sign up for this. We wake up because one of many, many different (laughs) noises in the road are taking Uh. place. Now, it's different some days. There was one day, though, last week where we got... All of the potential things that could have woken us up. All they to, all came together. All in one day. And because we work in broadcasting, of course, we recorded them all. Because we had nothing else to do because it was seven in the morning. Yeah. And I'd just done a night shift. So it begins, the first thing that wakes us up is the bin lorry. So you think, oh, that's quite noisy, you know, it's going right past you, you know, your bedroom window. But it's all right, though, because it's going to go and it'll come and go and you, you'll be fine. No. The next thing you add on top of that is the neighbour's dog. The reason why the dog's now going with the bin lorry is because the Amazon delivery guy mm. wanted to come a little bit early and deliver our parcel. So this, that's three wake-ups already. And it's not even 8am. This is when it got a bit weird. There was a lorry and a forklift truck at the same time. What yeah, were because, they doing? Yeah, because the lorry couldn't get down our roads because we live in a little bit of a cul-de-sac. And so the lorry parked up and then this little guy comes out <laughs> and he gets in his forklift truck and he goes up and down with bags filled of soil and he does it for a freaking hour. You know, like in Thunderbirds, where there was a big Thunderbird and then it deployed a little one out of it? It was exactly like that. It was like, oh, the, the lorry can't fit down this road. Deploy the smaller, deploy the forklift. Thunderbird 2, go. And you think, you know what? It can't get any worse, can it? I mean, they've got the dog, they've got the Amazon delivery guy, the lorries, the bin lorries. Oh, wait, my friend. Because the alarm from the house three doors down, <laughs> someone's tripped it, haven't they? And no one can turn it off. That should be it, shouldn't it? <laughs> but no, it's Chainsaw Day. <laughs> Why do you chainsaw? What was the chainsaw? What are they chainsawing? So I thought, could we make this into some kind of musical symphony? Oh, wow. Because I've got a music degree, right? You might as well put it to some use. 
mean, it's going to be number one, isn't it? That it's gonna is be. a piece of art, my friend. I don't know if it's good or if I'm just so tired because I never get any sleep because of all the noises that it's actually terrible. But you I, can... I reckon you could put that on the community WhatsApp group. <laughs> like, oh, that's my alarm going off. Yeah, I know, Karen. They call me the pod father. In case you've already forgotten, you're listening to the Work-Wife Balance podcast. It's with... been like five minutes. <laughs> How can anyone forget? It's on the picture. Can I just say about the picture as well? Go on. I really like the artwork. I know. It's really cool. But why is Bailey more prominent in the artwork than me? He's a rabbit and I'm like behind your shoulder, whereas he's like in the front of the picture. Bailey's a bigger star than you. Okay, that's nice. Carry on. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Go on then. Bailey, you take over. It's fine. <laughs> what are you going to contribute? Look forward to this. Don't lick that. No. You know, I walked in the other day and it was just a bit graphic what he was doing. <laughs> I don't know if you actually know this about me. Did you know that I never wanted to be a TV presenter? No, I do know that you never planned on doing what you're doing. Nope. It wasn't even on your list of jobs that you wanted to do. Why? Because basically, I love sport. Any sport. You like hockey particularly. I love football. Yeah, same. No, that's one of the reasons why we get on, because we both hate football. Yeah, but I love hockey. Mm. Massive rugby league and union fan. (laughs) Secondary too. Secondary. Love all sport. I wanted to be a sports teacher. Mm. Okay. So um, my dad and I went to the university where I studied and we looked around some courses and we saw the sports degree. I was like, yeah, this looks good. Where do I sign up? But on the way to signing up, we kind of passed the journalism degree. Were the sport posse like really ripped? No, the sport posse were like really cool. And what was the J-POS like? What do you think? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) do they like their their technology they yes yeah yeah like you know the big shiny lights after a while i turned to my dad and i said look do you think i could make more money reporting on sport than teaching it (laughs) and my dad was like uh yeah i reckon so you literally signed up for the journalism degree. On that day, on that very day. No, no more thought. About, no more thought apart from, do you it. think, Gazza, I could make more money reporting on sport? And he was like, why not, lass? Why not? After this, we're going to get a Mackie D's and celebrate. And you did. And we signed up for the journalism course. And the rest is history. <laughs> da, 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 da. Honestly. That's your I biopic. No interest in news. I, I literally... Never really read newspapers, but I wanted to report on sport, and I've never done that. You've never done sport, have you? I've never reported on sport in my life. No, you read the cricket score, but you didn't understand. <laughs> you read the cricket score, but you went, and at the moment the cricket score is 133 mm. to 1-2, so I didn't think they're probably doing all right, don't really know. Cricket's not my forte. But anyway, then I went to, uh, I did loads of work experience at my local radio station, ended up getting into news in the end, and loving it, and uh, never looked back. That's a what a journey you've been on. But I also wanted to be an archaeologist. Oh, so ba- it wasn't just one. No, 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 a ballerina, oh, a, a yeah. flight attendant. You wanted to. Yeah, that's an unusual one to to desire to be a flight. And, uh, I'm uh, not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just it's not normal. You know, people say like astronaut or footballer or whatever. Oh no! At one point, I wanted also to be a baggage handler at an airport. Why? I loved airports. Why not the pilot? Nah, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> How could you be an air hostess then? 
you don't look out the window, do you? Well, that's true. Excuse me, sir. Can you close the window? Why? I want it open. I don't like it. I don't want it to be open. I'm scared. They go, sorry, you're scared and you're an air hostess. Yes, that's right. Well, that's why I chose... difficult? No, wait. That's why I chose not to be a flight attendant. It's, so all, the about, dream... it's all about making smart moves. So the dream didn't really last that long. Really. It wasn't like a lifelong dream. No. Okay, so here's my question. Now, if someone would offer you one of your original careers, and let's say you had to stop doing telly and you couldn't work with me, which you'd probably like, <laughs> which one would you choose of those... I've already thought about this. Right. I'd like to be the next David Attenborough. But that's broadcast. You can't make. No, but wait. But not for not for uh, animals, for dinosaurs. So an archaeologist. So you're like combining being an archaeologist with a TV presenter. And also, when you gather the fossils and collect them in a bag and then go and fly somewhere, you're very much a baggage (laughs) handler as well. So a flight attendant. A flight attendant. So in many ways, you're combining all your passions. There you go. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. What about you? What did you want to be? I had no ambition. (laughs) (laughs) I really like what I'm doing, and I used to teach music to kids, like violin and guitar, Uh stringed instruments. But I never, I don't really know. The only thing I ever knew that I wanted to do was I really wanted to own a shop. This is the best thing ever. Like, um, Like a news agent. Because we used to go round to Rogers round the corner, and I really liked the idea of having a little shop w- which was all of my own, and mostly so I could eat the sweets, <laughs> so, so that I could have the. I tried to keep a straight. Face. You can't. What's wrong with Rogers? There's nothing wrong with own- owning a shop or a corner shop in your case, but that was your ambition. I wanted to. Basically, I like the idea of having the shelves stacked with sweets, and that if I wanted the chocolate bar, it was my shop, so I could have it. Our corner shop used to sell really weird stuff. Like what? Like frozen sausages and packets of ham <laughs> uh, I always thought it was a bit odd well, what else do you expect from a shop I don't know I just didn't expect them to have like bacon yeah do you not know shops sell bacon Chris yeah yeah but it's not a supermarket like it's supposed to be papers milk and chocolate that's it that's yeah. all you'd have in I, your I shop I felt like saying yes exactly I wouldn't be selling no bacon here we are aisle one chocolate aisle two <laughs> milk milk and aisle three bread <laughs> That is all we're selling. Actually, we've had some comments about this. Dave from Lincolnshire says, um, I wanted to be a fighter pilot growing up, seeing wow. the Red Arrows. And you think, yeah, that's, that'd be pretty oh, cool, Oh, Red actually. Arrows, Lincolnshire, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he ended up being a dentist. Wow. That's, um, <laughs> I, I suppose, the, what, the precision is in common? I'd love to know more about that journey. That's a quite the sidestep. And Claire says she wanted to be a ballerina. I think all girls wanted to be a ballerina. Yeah, you did a lot of Yeah, but she ended up being a chiropodist, so handles feet. Still the same thing, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of related. Fix all the ballerina's feet. She could, couldn't she? No, what I want to know is, did anybody get the job that they wanted to be when they grew up? Because everyone's like, you know, oh, I wanted to be an astronaut and I wasn't. I want to hear from someone who wanted to be an astronaut and is an astronaut. From the space station, obviously. If you could send us an email, that'd be nice. That'd be an interview. Yeah, all right then. Gary sends an email workwifebalancepod at gmail 
Com. It's the Work-Wife Balance Podcast. Now, this is something that's come up at work, right? I've yeah. noticed recently. Yeah. Colleagues of mine, esteemed colleagues, who have to deal with highly technical equipment and information, and they have to be very quick. Breaking news. Breaking news environment, right? Yeah. And some colleagues are working from home, so they'll send them a quick message. But they won't text them a quick message, or they won't email them a quick message. They'll use their phone as a voice note. And they'll say, hi, Dave, stop. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's Dave done? Please, will you edit the following? Delete. <laughs> Apologies for previous message. They're using the voice note on their phone. Right in the middle of the office, I've got a colleague who does that. And he'll be like talking to his wife, going, hi, darling. Hi, darling. <laughs> Full stop. Think I left my undies. Delete. Spare undies. Under the bed. Can you pop in washer? Kiss. Uh, sorry. Delete. X, X, X. X send. X, yes. And you're like, everyone can hear you. So that's voice recognition. And then people will record the messages as well. They'll just talk into it, but to the office. What's wrong I think the, it's rude. What's wrong with the phone call? I think the older generation are using the voice recognition. Yes, like your mum. My oh, but my mum can't use it. She well, no, she no. What your mum does is it. she says what she wants to say into the phone, but then there's no correction process. <laughs> she just goes send. So, yeah, work exactly. it out for yourself. Yeah, good luck. Enjoy my cryptic clues for today. Whereas I'm finding my younger friends mm. use voice memos. So not a phone call. They wouldn't phone you, for example. No. So like when you open your smartphone and you go on to WhatsApp, say, you hold down, you know, the, the voice memo bit and it goes, Hi, Chris, I can't be bothered to text you, so I'm going to send you this instead. What? And then I'm supposed to play this. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Chris, I can't be bothered to text you, so I'm going to send you this instead. So I get loads of these, absolutely loads of these from a lot of friends who live in London. And I'm just like, where did texting go? When did texting go out of fashion? But why don't people phone, like have a conversation? That's... Just phone me. <laughs> just phone me. It's much quicker. I can respond to you much quicker. One of your friends yeah. was happy to be quizzed about this at great length. I basically said, what is the obsession with voice memos? And this is what Romy said. When you're sending a voice note, it's like you're on the phone to someone, but you're not on the phone to someone because you can delete it and re-record it. Also, if you're a chatty person like me, voice notes are amazing because I can chat forever. And it's so much quicker than reading a massive long paragraph because imagine all this in a massive long paragraph. Ringing people, a lot of people my age hate ringing people. They will text people or voice note. Most of my friends that aren't my really close friends if I ring them, they won't pick up. So they won't answer the phone. If you were to ring, they'd look at the call and go, nope. Nah. I'll send them a voice memo, though. I'll only do that if I know that it's like an estate agent trying to get hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you because I know you're going to ask me for feedback on that house and I didn't like it, so sorry, bye. I just don't know when I didn't get the memo. <laughs> the voice note. You like that? About not texting the and not memo. calling people. When did this change? If you do this... Oh, you can send us a voice note. Send us a voice memo. You could email it to us. Can they? Yeah. Good Good luck, everyone. <laughs> workwifebalancepod at gmail.com. Uh, you could also get us on Twitter, at workwifebal, and send it to us on a DM. How about that? The G in Gmail stands for Gary.
had a lot of comments recently about this podcast. Oh, yeah. More and more coming every day. Good! Thank you so much for them, by the way. Thanks, guys. You might remember in the last episode that you played out a clip of me snoring. How could I forget? Uh, it's probably still I reverberating live with it every night. Uh, around, but if you missed that, here it is. People have started sending in their animals snoring and wow. saying that I sound like their animals. This is great. This so is brilliant. Haley's got a dog called Jess, <laughs> and she said, "Here's my dog snoring." <laughs> It's so strange. It's a, I think that you dog. need to take your dog to the vet, <laughs> to be honest with you. But people are sending us oh. all sorts of stuff. Wow. Karen calls her dog Hippo, which I absolutely love because Hippos are my favourite, as you know. It's got a more of a gentle... I wish I could snore like this. You could probably cope with that, couldn't you? I can't believe I'm saying this, but can you ask Karen how she helps her little hippo? How she soothes the, so weird. the, the beast. This is odd. I think she strokes its nose, so if you don't mind. Nah. Nah. Oh, right. That's it's a... all right. I'll go in the other bedroom instead. <laughs> You're not bothered. <laughs> Too much effort. Got a message here from Mike as well. Now, he sent us an email and says, Hello, both. I've listened to your episodes and I'm enjoying the amusing stories. Hats off for being so natural outside the office. Oh, thanks. Well, the editing, you should hear it. You should hear it. <laughs> he spends hours. This is, he, he's telling us the story of how he met his wife. Oh, that's nice. So we've been talking about how we met as well. So my wife, Sean and I worked together for a bank. Mm -hmm. uh, I was on the lending team and Sean joined on the admin team. Okay. It was soon apparent that there was a chemistry between us. Oh! But I didn't spot it at first, says Mike. Oh. Well done, Mike. <laughs> Typical bloke. <laughs> to cut to the chase, we went out to lunch one Friday to the pub. And after... See, it, all, it all starts at the pub, you see. This is what I did with you. <laughs> Started with a pint. He says, actually, after three pints, I asked her if she'd like to accompany me to the cricket at Lord's on Sunday. Not a bad date. He Not says, bad. I think it was... Middlesex versus Essex. Well, blow me down. She said she'd love to. I had to stop dead in my tracks. Oh. Uh, so that was our first date. Oh. Although he does say what I didn't say was that there would be me and 15 other blokes. <laughs> so, I love that. So, I bet she's like, oh, it's just going to be me. Nice romantic. It's going to be great. Then, intimate. Lads, 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 lads. Bummy army. Yeah. Um, but apparently they enjoyed the cricket and uh, the rest is history. So there you go. Oh, I love stories like that. Okay, but let's, right, let me just put this to you. If I had asked you to come and watch some rugby. That would have been amazing. And then you'd have turned up, but then there was 15 other lads there. I'd be like, right. <laughs> I know what you've been. <laughs> Rounds. And it's starting with you, Chris. Yeah, you're not paying for a single And I'm round. not paying for a single drink. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Mike. We appreciate that. And we love hearing your story. Like, if there's anybody else who works in the same industry like us... Get in touch. We've also got another message here from Martin. Martin, he says, <laughs> I enjoyed your episode. Thank bleep for that. So that people liking Love the it. fact that you're swearing, but I'm having to bleep it out just because I have to do the work. I am a lady normally. You're only a lady because I'm bleeping you. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you here. He says, I love your Wakefield accent and the oh, fact that it comes really? out in the podcast and your northern expressions as well. He says, are you all right, love? Is it that noticeable? And are you okay, hun? He likes the hun. Oh, hun. Well, that's not really northern, is it? But I mean, love is. Oh, hun's northern. Do you think? I've never said hun in my life until really? I met you. I, never, I didn't even know hun was a word. H-U-N. <laughs> it's not even H-O-N, like honey. You okay, hun? <laughs> exactly. You say that to me all the time. What's she trying to say? Don't forget, you can subscribe on Twitter 
Insta and send us an email. Workwifebalancepod at gmail.com Do you want to sign out in Northern? Just for Martin's benefit. I'm off to go get a drink. Do you want one? Surprised you asked. You looked really shocked there. <laughs> I know. Why is she asking me if I want a drink? And also, you know the answer. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame.